0: I came home this morning or this afternoon and the chickens were out. So the fence was across the yard and the alpacas were on the opposite side and they were doing fine, but they saw me and they were like, Oh goody. She's going to let us go home and feed us. And I was like, no, I have other things I have to do. I'm busy. And so they had this huge fight and I heard him screaming. I thought the neighbor kid was screaming and, uh, Mike's just replied to me. So I look out the window and one's got the other one by the ear and just clamped on as hard, as hard as they can. And is the other one's screaming bloody murder. And I'm like, let go. Oh, Oh,
1: wow.
0: So then they use Have you ever seen like giraffes fight?
1: Not really, no.
0: They use their necks and they slam their necks into each other. Well, that's what these two are doing. They're slamming their necks into each other and knocking each other down and spitting in each other's face. And I'm like, I'm not even coming near you guys to let you out because you're disgusting and I don't want to get spit on. <laughs> so I'll back in the house and let them deal with it. Hmm. Ah, Hmm. Ah, and he's got my headphones.
1: And you were running into uh, Baby Deer on Monday, apparently? Uh,
0: I was trying to run them
1: over. Alexander,
0: get out of my headphones. Hey! Hang on, I'm gonna unplug you so I can thread it through him. No worries. Little bugger. Alright, let's see what Mooney has to say for herself. I started it. (laughs) Alex. Mooney's gonna go look. (laughs) Alex, stop pushing my computer! He's got it half closed. If I hung up on you unexpectedly, it's because the cat has closed my computer. Alrighty then. Alexander, go be. away. Little bugger. Cassie Claire?
1: Why are we talking about Cassie Claire?
0: Because that's what Mike sent Jen all those years ago. Oh, yeah. An autographed co- copy of classic Cassie Claire, and I did not realize that's what it was. Alexander, you're a pain in the butt.
1: (laughs) He says, who, me? Of course not. He's just doing his own thing.
0: (laughs) He's upside down on the computer, and he's got it half off the bed now. Hi. Do I have scissors here to cut on you? Oh, you have lots of things to cut on.
1: Oh dear, he's got burrs in him, does he?
0: Yeah. The other day, man, he came in and he was just covered in ouchie burrs. Stuff that, you know, they stick to your fingers and they stick to his fur and But luckily those seem to have gone away. He's taken over my mom's chair now so that when she wants to sit in the chair she has to she's afraid to pick him up because he's so grumpy and he you know he hisses and lashes out at you. So she mm-hmm. she has a towel on the chair and she uses the towel and gets the edges and dumps him off because she's afraid of him. I just pick him up. The other day I picked him up and he dug his claws into the the grate that the heater comes, the heat comes up from. And when I picked him up, oh, he yeah. pulled that metal grate up with him. Climb, clang, crash. I'm like, you little turkey. Because he goes and lays on the heater in the mornings because he's cold. Although, with all this fur, I don't know how he's cold. And doesn't want to go outside and go to the bathroom. What have you done, Alex? You're calling people. Don't call strangers.
1: <laughs> oh, dear. That might be in the intro somewhere. I don't know. Mike says,
0: and I had them bound all his books, and I had them all signed by the authors. I said, that's so cool. He says, yeah, until, I said, yeah, at the post
1: office. <laughs> Dun-dun-dun.
0: Dun-dun-dun. I lost Mooney. That's too bad. Want to podcast? (laughs) Sure. I have vague recollections. Let me get this headset. Okay, Sue. You can't type. You should not drink in podcast. It's a bad thing. (laughs) Mooney said, who's here tonight? I said... Just me and Scott. I spelled Scott with an O. I spelled Scott with an X, both the first letter. They took three tries to find the S-E.
1: <laughs> At least you managed to figure out what was going on before oh, sending it.
0: That Mike's with dinner might not have been a good idea, but it was that I needed. Mike said to have a good podcast. We will. Third time's the charm. Last week almost all my kids were out sick. This week I had 15.
1: (laughs) Are you guys doing snow days and things like that or is it not? We don't
0: have snow. We haven't had anything.
1: Hmm.
0: We might have had a little bit of snow, but nothing has stuck. I think we had one day
2: Yes, headphones are definitely plugged in. Oh, that hurt.
0: Oh, I'm sorry. Shall we turn
2: us down? (laughs) Anyway, I interrupted. Continue.
0: (laughs) No, I was just talking about the possible one day of snow that we had. I think it might have been this year where it started snowing while we had the kids at school and we kept them through the end of class and then they went home and they canceled the afternoon class. But so far, my class has not been canceled because of snow.
2: Ah, My alma Hmm. mater
0: shut down today. Ryan said that he crashed into the guardrail on the way to work and on the way oh, home from God, work. What is okay? Yeah, cuz it was so covered with snow it didn't even hurt the car. Oh. <laughs> and then the on the way home it it's Windshield wipers kept freezing, and he was in blackout or whiteout conditions. He had to drive with his head out the window so he could see yeah. where he was going.
1: He said this is the first time in however many years that he's turned one street too soon on his way home because yeah. he couldn't see.
0: He got lost going home. Wow. Of course, he gets lost going to his barbers all the time, too, so I don't know if that really counts. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, well, you know, yeah, it's not nearly as bad here it's up until... A week ago, well, no, a few days, actually. A few days ago, we had almost lost all our ice and snow off the roads. Like, there was still stuff on people's lawns and things. But uh, if it had stayed warm for another two or three days, we might have cleared all the ice out. But then it decided Uh to snow some more instead. (laughs) So we have snow again. It's nice sometimes. Yeah. And it's less slippery to walk on, so Mm -hmm. it's fine. Yeah. Yeah, slippery snow is not fun.
0: Well, since we're 30 minutes late, shall we start? Since Bob wants us when we get done?
1: <laughs> I we, suppose.
0: Thanks for joining us at the last possible second. You're welcome.
2: <laughs> we love I have it. only vague recollections of this fic. Do you need a, a link? Nope, I found it. Okay.
1: Well, I read it last night. Well, the first... Seven chapters anyway. I have read it before. Um, mm-hmm. Sue read it three weeks ago when she thought we were going to podcast on this and you read it whenever you read it the first time. So we're, we're well spread out.
2: <laughs> I don't remember <laughs> when I read it.
0: <laughs> yeah. I, I should have read it to, but I'm, I'm in the, I'm reading, what's the one this time? Blameless. So when Cody was here, she gave me an audio book called soulless and I liked it. And then I bought the series, and I said, I want them on audio. And they said, oh, if you buy a series, you can't have them on audio. And I was like, but, but, but. So I've had to get them individually on audio, and I've been listening to them, and I'm having a great time with them. So Hmm. They're like old Regency romances, so they're, you know, the Queen and and very Victorian and all of that, but they involve werewolves and vampires.
1: Fun. They're kind of interesting. Do you have a service that normally if you buy a single thing, you can also get it in audio or would you still have to buy it?
0: No, I have to buy it, but if I buy it, then I get it at a reduced price in audio. Okay. So these books run about, Seven to nine dollars a piece, and then the audio's three. But okay. I got the whole set for nineteen, and I think there's six in the set, so it was a really good deal. But then I I'm having trouble getting any audio for them, so I had to send a letter into the company, and yeah, it's just been kind of crazy. Huh. But I'm not getting it. Oh well,
1: at least you're enjoying them.
0: Pulled off, yeah, and I can listen to them on my Kindle just read to me with the robot voice, so I, yeah. I'm doing that,
1: too. That's always interesting. Yeah,
0: but it's cheaper. <laughs> I like cheap. Cheap is good. Mm-hmm. Alrighty, let's see. Well, actually, would you like to start us? Sure. Go ahead. Alright. For Friday, you know, this is Dirty awesome fun. Dirty awesome fun, that's us, man.
1: There's something going on. I'm
0: not Microsoft.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't snoring, was I? <laughs> I was at 11.
0: If I start snoring, let me know. Friends. Never
1: mind, we're I'm not kid going kid. there. I'm not uh, going uh, in there. Uh, we're just having adventures.
0: Yep, we're uh, adventures. Adventures are good. I'll chop those trousers. Stay
2: midget. ha
1: super evil.
2: <laughs> like okay.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, I snorted so much yesterday, it was unreal. Much <laughs>
1: Same safe time, same safe channel.
0: It's all safe. can I we find,
2: Tricia? Sure? Wow, wow. christmas some i so confused. I need to learn how to have a filter on my mouth. Oh shit. shit! It's so funny! <laughs> yes,
1: guys. They're there yes, to I'm talk about the sector. They're going to worry about homework later. <laughs> I swear, I read them the stories. <laughs> <laughs> Sex and snore gags I'm <laughs> Welcome to Thought Weekly, everybody. I'm Scott.
2: I'm Sue. And I'm Mooney.
1: And today is our first of several podcasts on Hogwarts Houses Divided by Inverarity. And it's a next-gen fic about Teddy going to Hogwarts and the friends that he makes and the various adventures that he has when the Sorting Hat does something a little weird. Mm -hmm. And we start off with Chapter 1, Platform 9 and 3 quarters. Yes,
0: and it starts off with, They all recognized him, of course, the boy who lived, the hero of Hogwarts, the head of the Auror Office, the man who many said could be Minister of Magic if he really wanted the job. No, he doesn't. No, he doesn't. <laughs> and so Harry is taking Teddy to the train yeah. He's
2: already head of the Auror Office?
1: Yes. Apparently.
2: That's impressive. It is. Well, it's been 10 years. Oh, yeah, that, yeah that, that's true point. Or
0: 11 years. Yeah, yeah,
2: eleven.
0: Yeah, 10, ten and a half. So, yeah, and Andromeda's there too. But Teddy has, Harry has come to see Teddy off.
1: Mm-hmm. And they have bits of description about how if anybody was looking and didn't know, it might have been slightly confusing because here's this man with a young boy but it's not actually his son and then there's a woman who's probably twice their age and hmm. Epic.
2: well it could be Harry's son here he was certainly old enough that's true
1: i suppose yeah
0: teddy really wants to know more kids who are going hmm. and harry tells him apparently I didn't know he's anybody. been
1: a little isolated or just knows all the weasleys and such or something yeah. like that i don't know Well, and they are coming yet
0: so. that and drama kept them, kept him fairly isolated. Mm-hmm. Poor kid. Yeah.
1: And he doesn't really know what house he's going to be in, and he's not sure how to feel about that and so mm-hmm. harry ends up giving him a speech a, a little bit like he later does with albus severus but just right. you know it's it's fine whatever house you get into it's okay you know if you're in gryffindor that's great if you're in hufflepuff you know your mom was a hufflepuff i've known some fine hufflepuffs Yay, and then he hufflepuff. says <laughs> but but what about ravenclaw or slytherin harry says the Sorting Hat knows where you belong. It'll be fine. And Andromeda pipes up and says, "There's nothing wrong with being in Slytherin,
0: right?" Because no, there isn't. She
1: was, of course in not. Uh, I've known many fine Slytherins too. It's just that I really don't think that's where Teddy's going. Yeah.
0: yeah. And then she tells him to fix his hair because his hair had been starting to turn great bright green.
1: Yes, yeah, so she she likes him to have normal colored hair mm-hmm. when he's out and about. Yeah. And And then it's after Teddy leaves that um, Harry turns to Andromeda and says, you know, the only thing less likely than him being in Ravenclaw is him being in Slytherin. she says, yeah, that's true. But still, you know, you should say that bit about knowing fine Slytherins around your wife a little more often.
0: (laughs) (laughs) He says, I try. And speaking of my wife, I better get home. An angry Jenny is not something even a Gryffindor wants to face.
1: <laughs> so she is home alone with the kids at the moment. Uh-huh.
0: And off he goes. Not everybody, though, on the platform was staring at the famous Harry Potter. There were um, others. And we have a young man named Kai. And he wants to know, is it true that you used to date him? And his older sister flushes and smacks the back of his head. We dated once, if you could call it a date. It was a long time ago, even so it before turns you. were this is Cho. Yeah, little you were born, little owl. She calls him little owl.
1: Mm-hmm. Because he's got big glasses, mm-hmm. and he likes to learn things. Right. He's going to be at Ravenclaw. Mm-hmm. And he, and he's not sure about that either, because right. you know, th- their parents and Cho all sort of brought him up that way, but. He doesn't really know if he wants to go with what everybody expects or not. And he says. So really, this isn't this isn't a Teddy story the same way that uh, Teddy Lupin and the Forest Guard and those were. This right. is really an ensemble piece. Mm-hmm. And this first chapter, we get to meet the four main characters. Right.
0: We're, we're learning all the different characters. And so then we have Dewey Diggory.
2: This part. Just freaked me out. Considering the last thing I read uh-huh. involving Amos Diggory, I know <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. it reminds it reminds me of CJ. But it's not I know I was like, oh my situation. god, this is going to be
2: horrible. And I had to tell like, myself, wait, different story. It's okay. Mm-hmm.
1: This is a normal Amos. He's a little overproud of Cedric still because you know that's canon. But yeah, uh, he's not insane. <laughs>
0: No, and he's not. Yeah, torturing his son, which is good. <laughs> and he's like, "I know you're going to make us proud, son. Mm-hmm. Remember, C- remember Cedric. I'll try, Dad. Poor <laughs> kid. Yeah,
1: yeah. And you're stuffed-hearted and true, just like <clears throat> says his wife, Amos. Yes.
0: <laughs> anyway, you already know half the Hufflepuffs in school, so you'll fit right in. And yeah, but what like,
1: if I'm not in Hufflepuff? What? <laughs> well, where else would you go? <laughs>
2: Honestly.
1: Yeah, so we have four kids who are all expected to go into particular houses. Mm-hmm. Yes. Our fourth is Violet Parkinson. Yeah. Yes.
0: Who's Do we know who the father is at this point, or is that... No, but I, I guess.
1: don't. It doesn't come up. Uh, I'm okay. assuming at this point that it's probably Draco, because it might have been before we knew he got married to Astoria, but it could be someone completely different.
0: Uh, I think it's Draco. Uh, I'm reasonably sure that's how this goes, but it's been a long time since I read mm-hmm. it, so I could be I very guess, wrong. you know,
1: <laughs> Teddy was only introduced in Book 7, so... We would have known that Draco got married to Astoria, but they could be ignoring that for this fic. I don't know. Mm-hmm.
0: Yep. Yeah. So Violet's there with her mother, and her mother is um,
1: kind of not ready. impressed seeing Harry on the platform. Oh no! <laughs> and also not impressed by uh, a Muggle-born girl and her befuddled-looking parents.
0: You'll you'll make com- Important connections there that will help you later in life. She says yes, you met father there and her mother's just like
1: you get the impression that whoever her father is, they don't quite get along. No. They (laughs)
0: don't. And they're obviously not together anymore. And Lee Jordan shows up and she tells him to sod off.
1: Hmm. And he is very much not impressed with her showing up no. at the platform, and he's he's being um run from a lot of ficts and being particularly <laughs> unreasonable about the Slytherins.
0: Mm-hmm. And Harry well, comes over and says, "Come right. on, Lee, he cut it out." <laughs> yeah, she she's not very kind with him either. So it it was kind of yeah. a mutual. Um,
1: And it's specifically her because she's the one who stood up and said, let's sell out Harry to Mm -hmm. Voldemort. Yeah. But Harry says, you know, it was a long time ago. Things have changed. We've moved on. Just let it go. But um, Lee is not really happy with that.
0: He's not ready to let it go. No. Mm -hmm. Does Lee have
2: kids or why is he here?
0: He's here because he has a cousin that's just getting ready to
2: start. Oh, goodness gracious. Could it be a Gryffindor for sure.
1: Yes. I don't know if we've met his cousin in the next few chapters or not. Nobody that I I don't uh, remember seeing the name Jordan, but it could be another cousin too, so who knows? And And yeah, Harry says, you know, I don't hold a grudge. You are being a Slytherin. You take care of yourself first and your loved one second, and everyone else doesn't matter. Right. Um, Yeah.
0: And Pansy's like, How touching?
1: Mm -hmm. So Violet's kind of impressed by him, but Mm -hmm. Pansy, of course, is not having any of it. And she's heading off to Antigua, apparently.
0: Of course.
1: Mm -hmm. And Violet says, wouldn't it be interesting if I were sorted into Gryffindor rather than Slytherin? And Pansy doesn't think that's very likely and then says, if that happens, your father probably won't keep paying your tuition. Uh. And make sure to make a good first impression and uh, keep company with the right people.
0: Mm, yes, she mm. sounds like a Draco, doesn't she? Mm-hmm.
1: So then Violet heads off on to the Hogwarts Express for Chapter 2.
0: And off we go. So Violet's alone in her compartment when Kai, I, I'm going to say Kai, is that what we would agree on? Yeah. Kai?
1: I'm <laughs> guessing so, yeah.
0: Knocked on the door.
2: and Deja vu, huh? Mm hmm
0: wanted to know if he could join her and she shrugs and goes back to her book and he tries to introduce himself and she says that her name Violet. Yeah. She doesn't even look up from the book.
1: She's reading. She's not really interested in small talk. Yeah. So, you know, <laughs> she, then, she should probably be the Ravenclaw. But. Another really,
0: and then the door opens again and somebody says, hi, is there room for two more? And in comes Teddy and he. And
1: Kai says, "Sure." And Violet just sort of sighs.
2: Yeah. <laughs> and so you we... would think that they set it up like this every year or something. Hmm.
0: Hmm. So we have these little meet meetups, so we have Teddy and Dewey coming in. So now our our four are together.
1: Yeah, and they start talking about houses and their various names and mm-hmm. um, Kai. Rec- is that Dewey's related to Cedric, and he says, Yeah, never met him, you know. He was my brother, but
0: yeah.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um Kai says, This is Violet, and she sort of nods, but that's it. And Dewey says, Well, she's a friendly one. <laughs> yeah, she doesn't talk
1: much. Yeah, yeah she can hear you. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, that's good, said Dewey. And the boys kind of sit down and make room and
1: mm-hmm.
0: teddy comments. Teddy on compliments her puns. Or
1: shoes. Yeah. yeah. And she says, Oh, are you spend a lot of time looking at ladies shoes do you uh, not exactly I just, they look nice uh, sorry he's trying to be nice and she's so she's not doing down. very well at the whole making connections thing no. regardless of whether these are the right sort or not but <laughs> she wants to keep reading your book and they keep interrupting so you know i can see both sides of it a little bit mm-hmm. <laughs>
0: And then, as usual, the talk turns to houses. And, well, my father was a Gryffindor, and my mother was a Hufflepuff, and my godfather... He cuts himself. He, Teddy catches himself. He's like, hmm, shouldn't just name drop yet.
1: Is mm-hmm.
2: a Gryffindor.
1: And my godfather Harry Potter, you know. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Harry would not take that well, no. No.
1: No.
0: But he doesn't want to be a Slytherin. And Dewey mm-hmm. says, well, you know, my brother was a Hufflepuff. I'll probably be a Hufflepuff. Not that I'd mind being a Gryffindor or a Ravenclaw. But I don't want to be a Slytherin either.
1: Yeah, and they all go through that. And she's the last one. And she says, Thank yeah, you, I'm probably going to be a Slytherin. Mm-hmm. Thanks, guys. <laughs> but... yep. And so Dewey has this idea that they should stay friends regardless of whether they go into the, all four houses or not. Right. And none of them are really, you know, enthusiastic about going into the house that they think they're likely to go into. Right. But they're, you know, trying not to be too down on it either.
0: <laughs> yeah, they're, they're, none of them really kind of know where to go. And, and, Dewey is a true Hufflepuff when he suggests that they stay friends. And it's a really good idea. I, you know, I've seen stories where this actually works out. So we'll see how it goes. The uh, tra- trolley cart comes by and the matrons, you know, anything from the cart steers, pumpkin juice.
2: And the boys all... You suppose it's the same woman? I don't know.
1: I suppose it depends on how old she was in the first book. Mm -hmm.
0: And she doesn't get anything. Violet doesn't get anything. And Teddy gives her kind of a hard time. Your rich father didn't give you spending money. Oh, shush. And Mm -hmm. Dewey's like, here, I've got some. And he starts to give her some. And she rejects it. And he says, what is there some rule that Slytherins can't be friendly with anyone else?
1: And that and she says no and takes the chocolate bar because mm-hmm. you know, chocolate. <laughs> so, and they keep needling her a little bit because she hasn't really opened up to them at all, right? And so, she this doesn't make her want to open up to them much. And
2: no, these guys were driving me nuts. I'm like, just leave her alone if she
1: wants She's to talk, talk. Come on, <laughs> yeah. yeah, but um, they just. You know, they're 11-year-old boys, and they're teasing. And he says, no, we're not teasing you because we think you're a Slytherin. We're teasing you because you're a girl. <laughs> you're a girl.
0: Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. They still have cooties at that age. Ooh. Yeah.
1: Well, that's what Kai says. The other two just sort of look at him, so I don't know if it's actually true or not. But <laughs> Kai seems to be sort of the loudmouth of the group. Yeah. He, li- he likes to be witty, and it doesn't always come across. <laughs> yeah. So they eventually agree to Well be friends. Through- first
0: I think first of all, Teddy says, you know, I don't think all Slytherins are bad. I was raised by my grandmother and she's a Slytherin and Violet says I know. And, and Teddy's like, like what? what do you mean, <laughs> you know? Well you're what do you think, Teddy? <laughs> you're Teddy Obviously. Lupin. You know, you're in the society pages. Everybody knows who you are. Mm-hmm. And then and, and
1: then she admits that uh, Kai wants to know who her family is, and she says it's, her last name is Parkinson. Mm-hmm. And Teddy works out that Pansy must be her mother. And then, oh, but does that mean that your father is? And we don't get yes. to know.
0: <laughs> but
1: <laughs> and, I thought somewhere You're in what?
0: here it, it turned out that they're cousins, which they would be. Mm-hmm. Teddy and she are second cousins, right? Which they would be. But I thought that's what... Um, oh, so he says, does that mean your father is? And she says, yes. Mm-hmm. And then that's when...
1: My grandmother and yours are sisters.
0: Mm-hmm. So, so that's so when they find out... Andromeda
1: that is sisters with Narcissa. her grandmother. Mm-hmm. So probably Narcissa, yes.
2: Yep. Unless Bellatrix, oh God. <laughs> no.
1: Yeah, I don't think Bellatrix had a son, so... Yes, probably her father is Draco, but they're split now, or something of that sort.
0: <laughs> Teddy's a little mad. You knew who I was as soon as I came in, and she said, Hi, I'm Teddy Lupin, was a bit of a clue.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: <sighs>
1: and um, I guess, actually, what's happened, one of the bits we skipped over a little bit in the first chapter is that um, she was pregnant with
2: no, Violence
1: during shot. the final battle. Right. So she and Draco were, you know, having some alone time at school, and then she's probably just it's raised. Not
2: like it hasn't happened before, I presume. <laughs> no, <laughs> that's what those closets were for, right? And so it's entirely possible rooms.
1: that Draco still went off and married Astoria, just um, happens to also have this former kid. Mm, yeah. That's true. So
2: so Scorpius has a half-sister.
1: Mm-hmm. Assuming he exists in this universe, in this yes.
0: universe. I'm not sure. No.
1: We haven't run into Draco in the first seven chapters, which is what we're covering tonight. So,
0: Yep. So this is when they make the pact. Dewey makes this pact that they're going to be friends, no matter what houses. And they kind of make Violet join them, too. <laughs>
1: Because the three boys are like, oh, yeah, sure, okay. And she's just sort of going, really? Eh, you're not going to want to be friends with me if I'm in Slytherin anyway. Mm-hmm. But, um, so she eventually goes for it. Yeah. And they all say friends. And that's the end of the chapter.
0: It is. And we move on to the sorting. Yes. And this is a different sorting. Well, actually, we'll start with first years this way. Is <laughs> the enormous man. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's just Hagrid. He wouldn't hurt a fly.
1: Yes, Teddy has to um, speak up to the bewildered muggle girl he'd noticed earlier.
0: Yes. And she sort of gloms onto him. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, she's, you know, wide-eyed and everything, and Violet says to Teddy, well, she won't be a Gryffindor. And he says, anybody can be frightened. And they head over for the boats. And Teddy has a sense of foreboding. And Mm -hmm. he, you know, you do want to be in Gryffindor, right? She says.
1: No, that's what he's thinking to himself. That's what
0: he's thinking to himself. There you go.
1: So he eventually just goes for it. Because, you know, he's supposed to be the brave one. Mm -hmm. So he gets into a boat. And gets and the Muggle-born girl, girl comes in with them.
0: Um, yeah, and so her name is Chloe, and he introduces himself and Violet, and Kai and Dewey are in a boat of their own, and and Kai's looking over the the side, and Dewey's mm-hmm. like, "What are and you doing?" He wants to
1: see if he can spot the Grindelos or the giant squid. Mm-hmm. And, by the way, you know, there's mer people down there. My sister was tied up down there, and this champion had to oh wait <laughs> yeah, oops. that would be Cedric hmm.
0: <laughs> yeah, she says, hmm. I think she really liked him to this day, she won't talk about him or anything that happened.
1: yeah so so they head over to Hogwarts and climb up the stairs
0: mm-hmm.
1: and. Here's Professor Slughorn to welcome everybody because he is the deputy headmaster now. Yay!
0: (laughs) (laughs) Welcome, welcome one and all.
1: Mm -hmm. So he explains about the houses and the banquet and the sorting, and um, make sure you try and help your house succeed. And by the way, I'm head of Slytherin, so I'll be seeing much more of those of you who get into Slytherin. Mm -hmm. And somebody makes a snarky comment, and Teddy's kind of waiting for Violet to say something, and she doesn't, so he eventually says, you know, put a sock in it. You could be a Slytherin for all you know. We haven't been sorted yet.
0: Yeah. And the boy says, I'd rather drink poison.
1: So... Mm -hmm. So we can tell there's definitely some ill feeling about Slytherins, Mm -hmm. even though it's been 11 years.
0: (laughs) Yes, there's still a lot of ill feeling here, but... Maybe these guys in the Sorting Hat can change that.
1: Yes, because they go off and they process into through the entrance hall and wait for the hat, and it just sort of sits there.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, but Teddy, as he walks through, Teddy thinks my parents died here. Yeah. And then he continues to go for Teddy,
1: and and we have a number of new teachers. Um, the their second, who's carrying the uh, hat, is a fellow named Sahir. And we see later that the headmistress is someone we haven't met before, headmistress Llewellyn. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, Slughorn asks the hat, aren't you going to sing? And it says... Not uh, yet. Uh, not yet. <laughs> All right, then. So they so get we the go list. through the sorting, and this sorting is apparently... I guess they're going in alphabetical order, but they've stopped putting the last name first, which in in the usual sortings they would say last name, comma, first name, and mm-hmm. in this one they don't, but they're still going through A, B, C, etc. Right. So. And when Kai comes up, uh, Professor Slugheran has to say, well, would you be related to Cho Chang? Hmm. Well, <laughs> we'll you better come to professor... one of my meetings. Great things we'll expect from you.
2: <laughs> and apparently Professor Verbage either has a daughter or a niece. Yes.
1: Hmm. We will learn. Oh, well, there's Alfred
2: Kettermole. hmm Yep. So we have,
0: uh, this voice in Kai's head. Got mixed feelings, do we? Got lots of thoughts bouncing around in this head of yours. Oh, you're a thinker, all right. But you also want to be a doer, don't you? And Guy's like, e- yes. Well, we wouldn't want that to go to waste. Ravenclaw! And okay, he's not sure about this, but <laughs> that's where I am. And then Dewey gets on there and the hat says, I remember your brother. I remember every student on whose head I've ever sat. Some of them have gone on to do great things. Others have gone on to do terrible things. And then there are those who never got the chance to do either.
2: Mm, he sounds like Ollivander.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, and, and that he, says I can see what you're made of, but not what you'll do. hmm So. He, head off to Hufflepuff with you, yeah, <laughs> and do sort of like uh, what? Uh, uh, oh. That's over. Okay.
0: <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: And then and
1: Chloe Gray is the nervous girl who keeps speaking breathily to Teddy. So she's rather um, attached herself to him now. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And she heads off to Gryffindor. Yeah.
0: Um, and then she seems have... to
1: be the lavender of this crew.
2: <laughs> mm, that's a good one. Yes. And then we have Teddy. And this was apparently before we knew his name was Edward. Did we know his name is is Edward? We didn't find out until Pottermore, but his name is Edward.
1: Ah, I have not read the proper parts of Pottermore, apparently.
2: Whose name is Edward? Teddy Lupin's first name is not Theodore, it's Edward, after his grandfather.
0: Oh, okay. Got
2: it. Hmm. Totally missed that.
0: So Slughorn of course has to talk to him because, you know, he's
1: related to Eric. Yes. <laughs> oh yes, I'm a great friend of your godfather. And,
2: mm-hmm.
1: uh, <laughs> uh, pretty sure that's not true, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: So the hat says, well, I suppose we know where you belong. And the hat's, and Teddy's like, I suppose so, trying to sound very confident. And mm-hmm. so he gets put and in. It
1: wants <laughs> to know if, he, if he's sure. -hmm. And he can't, he doesn't really answer properly. And so the hat puts him in Gryffindor.
2: Right. And then comes the funniest sentence I have ever read. Okay. All the Gryffindors were cheering and Chloe was clapping her heads together in delight.
1: (laughs) Yep. Interesting typo there.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: Apparently, Chloe is actually a Hydra. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Ooh, that sounds like fun. (laughs)
1: <laughs> or maybe that the creature from the Phantom Menace movie. <laughs> and
0: then we yeah. have, Oh, this is interesting because Violet is up next and Slughorn pauses and says, "Miss Parkinson, according to this, your 11th birthday isn't until October. Is that correct? And she says, yes, sir. And he says, normally Hogwarts is very strict about students only coming after their 11th birthday. And she says, well, when your father is very influential with the Board of Governors and your mother has How? her heart set on vacationing in the Caribbean, then it's possible that exceptions can be made. Then uh-huh. he's like,
2: oh. How does Draco have influence with the Board of Governors all after his father
0: Maybe it's an inherited post.
1: Well, no, we know Abraxas Malfoy wrote letters to the headmaster. I don't know if he was on the board of governors or not. but
0: So, yeah. and, of course, she goes to Slytherin. So they all go into the houses that they think they're supposed to be
1: in. Mm-hmm. And the sorting hat's rather sarcastic to her, so
0: mm-hmm.
1: it's interesting. And then... It has a song, and yeah, it, it sings about how all of its other songs have similar things in them. And we explain who the the founders are, and I say something about you should work together, and it still hasn't worked. Mm-hmm. So this time, if you don't get shape up and start working together by the end of the year, I'm not going to sort anymore. And by the way, <laughs> I just sent some people strike. places they shouldn't be in. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> yeah. And then he closes himself up, and he sits there, lifeless and inert, and for a full minute, everybody just stares, and then bedlam. Mm Mm-hmm. Because, and of course, Peeves comes in, and he just thinks that's the best song ever!
1: Yes. So, I'm... I don't know what to do with this quite yet. I think either they are all in the right houses and just don't quite believe it, mm-hmm. or maybe Kai would have been either Gryffindor or Slytherin with the whole doing things with his knowledge stuff. Mm-hmm. Violet, I'd say, would probably be a Ravenclaw. She might be a Gryffindor if she's particularly set on, um, you know, not doing everything pansy wants her to do Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um it's harder to say with teddy and dewey they could switch but it's i'm not sure about that yeah
0: Yeah. teddy could be a hufflepuff very easily and he could be a ravenclaw very easily i mean we all have different parts of the houses in us and Mm -hmm. you know
1: I suppose they don't all necessarily have to still be one in each mm-hmm. when it shakes out, too. So.
2: Yeah. Do we find out how big this class is? Not
0: really.
1: They list a few more, but um, they we aren't paying attention through all of it. <laughs> um, there are twin McCormacks, um, and one oh, of whom dear. goes to Ravenclaw and one to Gryffindor, and that's going to come up later. Montague goes to Slytherin, a moon goes to Hufflepuff and is apparently disappointed about it. Aww. And, um, yeah, that's all that we hear about. There were, um, between Chloe Grey and Teddy Lupin, there are two Gryffindors, four Hufflepuffs, two Ravenclaws, and two Slytherins. So, uh, ten people between the end of the G's and the end of the L's. But I don't really know how to calculate out what that means Mm because not everybody's going to be evenly distributed.
2: Uh, Hold on, before we get to all that, who the heck is in Azkaban? Where are you? Rodney.
0: Um, So you must be on the next chapter already?
2: Apparently. I can't keep track. Where am I? (laughs)
0: <laughs> I think you're on chapter four. And oh, that's gonna be somebody's uh father or something like that, as I recall. Yes. But before we start, we, we get a little bit from the headmistress who tells Peeves that he needs to stop and then he she starts the uh meal and
1: Mm-hmm. That's about it. But everybody. When I is, first got to this, I thought it was going to be Minerva, but of course, um she wouldn't necessarily be there still after 11 years.
2: I couldn't imagine. It,
1: it des- describes her as an imposing woman wearing a cloak with a Celtic knot on it, and right. that seems like it could be McGonagall. Yes, but then much. it says she has long gray hair and it and it's in braids, which is not really. Mm-hmm. And this turns out this is. Professor Llewellyn. Yeah, so she's Welsh rather than Scottish.
0: Yeah. So the kids are all on their way back to their uh, new common rooms or their old common rooms, depending on if they've been there before. They're talking about the sorting hat. And there's a Alfred Cattermole and Albus Alderton are talking about it and just saying... He he always talks about how you should stop bickering and you should all be friends, but it's never gone off on us like that before.
1: <laughs> yeah, that and was they, a fourth year.
0: They see, hey, Nick, then they ask him if, you know, nearly headless Nick is my guest. Once he knows the sorting hat has lost his marbles.
1: And he says, well, uh, I don't know that a hat really has marbles, but relations between the houses are the worst I've ever seen them in 500 years. hmm Including George Yeah. Yeah.
0: The ghost says, you know, I'm afraid that if you're assuming that every Gryffindor acted heroically during those dark times, you would be mistaken. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: We have Peter for sure. And other, I mean, it would be wrong to think that there was never a Gryffindor that went wrong. And Joe tells us that Hagrid was wrong when he said that all Slytherins were bad Mm -hmm. because they weren't, they aren't. Mm -hmm. So
1: it's the houses are about your impulses, not necessarily what side you're on. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Because you can, you can certainly be brash and courageous and fight for a cause that other people would think was not a great cause and those are still your qualities. Right. Or you can have um ambition and be subtle about things and still advance what mo- history would say is the heroic side. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'm sure there are some uh, Ravenclaws who have done very poor lab experiments and uh, all the mad scientists would be Ravenclaws.
2: Coral <laughs> was a Ravenclaw? Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm yeah and he got himself into trouble, mm-hmm. and um, there's probably been Hufflepuffs who have been loyal to a bad regime, too sure <laughs> so.
0: yeah, they all have their ways, but they're all talking about it, and the Boyle, who's the prefect, sends the first years to their rooms, and then they start talking about, well, didn't the hat say that he sorted some you know people in the wrong house, and oh no. What if it's me? (laughs) Mm -hmm. And so Boyle says, we're all Gryffindors until somebody says different. I figured the headmistress mistress, and I'm used to saying headmaster, the headmistress and the teachers will sort this out or to speak. (laughs) No pun intended there.
1: I almost did that earlier. I almost called Slughorn the deputy headmistress. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh so. But, uh, and then uh, Chloe comes up and says, thank you, Teddy, in the voice that does strange things to his insides.
2: Oh, of course. <laughs> breath. And heads
1: upstairs. Isn't
2: he too young for that?
1: Kind yes. of. Fair, mostly. I, I th- it's in an earlier, um, it's in a later chapter. There's an interesting description of how um, she affects him. So I'll, mm-hmm. I'll keep my eye out for that.
0: Well, and the boys, there's five boys in the the dorm, and Albus Mm -hmm. says, I think we got off on the wrong foot. I didn't know you were a Gryffindor, too. And this Albus is one of the ones that the hat is talking about, because he is very prejudiced against Mm -hmm. everybody.
1: And Teddy's kind of disappointed that they're in the same room. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And he says, well, neither of us were Gryffindors yet, but... And then he talks about Andromeda because, you know, she was a Slytherin and she wasn't on Voldemort's side. So if you're going to go badmouthing all Slytherins, you're badmouthing my grandmother.
0: And you don't want to do that. (laughs) And
1: Albus says, well, fair enough, but my father got sent to Azkaban for being a half-blood and, you know, it was the Slytherins that were mostly in charge of doing that. So I'm not going to be saying nice things about them either.
0: Yeah, and Alfred says that his family had to flee the country.
1: Mm-hmm. So. Because of the Muggleborn Registration Commission.
2: Does he, I, I suppose, does he know that it was Harry's doing, do you suppose, by now? I imagine.
1: I don't know. I'm sure. And apparently, know. this is an interesting point for me anyway. Now, Alfred Cattermole is apparently a lanky black boy, and I was pretty sure that we didn't get that from the descriptions of either, uh, Reggie or Mary in, um, uh, mm, I in, don't remember that. No. Did we get I any? Think, oh, so I'm wondering if he's a cousin or something. Mm,
2: maybe. <laughs> we, I don't think we got any real. Let me go look.
1: Yeah. Anyway, we might not have got much description of them. It just, um. I don't um, think we did. Movie-wise, they picked people who looked vaguely similar to um, Dan, right. Rupert, and Emma. Mm-hmm. But um, <laughs> I don't know if we did in the books.
0: And so then we jump to the Ravenclaws, who are talking about the sorting hat as well. They can't do that. Well, apparently he can. You know. And they get to the door. And... The bronze knocker says, a student stands atop the highest mountain in the world. How can she go higher?
1: Mm-hmm. And-, and they make Kai answer because he's been mouthing off to some of the other ones. Mm-hmm. So Saul Rambleston said, you know, we've maybe it just means we have to really think about our house and what it means to be a Ravenclaw or, you know, one of the other ones. <laughs> Yeah. He's <laughs> like, "Oh yeah, you were I'm sure you were such a complete and utter claw when you first got here." And um Saul says, "Well, standards have been slipping." And so Kai is not very impressed with him. No. And event and gets himself called mouthy and um sent up to answer the riddle. And he eventually figures it out and says, "How to go higher is to uh, reach for enlightenment." Mhm.
0: Uh,
2: Which
1: pleases the door.
2: Truly, you are on the right path.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Well, apparently, Reg Cademol looks ferity. Oh, okay, okay,
0: and
1: that's about um, all we know. And I'm pretty sure uh, Mary was looking anxious and worried, but I don't know if we get a physical description. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I don't know. It seems oh, well. odd to me, but who knows? He could—they could have married into other families too. Very true. Uh, so Rodney Bode is one of his roommates. I think we know about Bode from somewhere in canon. Yes. Mm-hmm.
2: He,
1: he was, was the one who sent
2: the the crazy plant that killed. Or, wait, wait, was he the one that got strangled by the plant or was he the one that sent the plant?
1: I don't remember. I don't remember either. What I'm remembering is the Quidditch World Cup, and Boat and Croker were passing by, and we got told they were unspeakables.
2: Mm -hmm. Um, I don't remember that. um,
1: And Kaya says, you know, we can't start questioning who's really a Ravenclaw because then we'll just get more divided amongst ourselves along with the other houses. Mm -hmm. So. Gilbert is somewhat surprised that he's a Ravenclaw, Gilbert Zirkle, because he's a Muggleborn and he doesn't really know much about magic in the world yet. Um, Yes. And he wants to ask all sorts of questions, and Kai Kai wants to ask him all sorts of questions about airplanes and television and things. (laughs) He's never known a Muggle-born before.
0: (laughs) Yeah, Televitos. You mean television? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Television and videos together, televidos, makes yep. sense to me. And so, yeah, so they're kind of gonna, they're gonna exchange some stuff here.
1: Mm-hmm. And then we get to Connor.
0: He oh. wants the sorting hat to sort them all over again.
1: Yes, because he yeah. should not have been separated from his sister. Is no. the big thing.
0: Yeah, he's got a twin sister, and and he is not happy being separated from his twin.
1: Yeah. And he's being very belligerent about it. Mm -hmm. Yes.
2: (laughs) Was he the one that's related to McLagan?
1: No, it's Connor McCormick. I had to look that up. They do sound somewhat similar. Mm
0: -hmm. (laughs) Yeah. And he's very, yeah, very upset that he and his sister are separated. I don't think they've ever been separated before. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And they're trying to, and Gilbert's sort of going, um, so what's this war thing all about? Cause I really don't know anything. And so they explain, um, and you know, uh, the there was this mission. dark lord and apparently Slytherins were the bad guys and, uh, and. Kai says, "Well, it's a long story, but the war was right about when we were born, and lots of wizarding families lost people. And it's not really true that Slytherins were the bad guys. I mean, a lot of them were, but um, it's not quite the same thing."
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: um, Connor says, "Bollocks! All the Death Eaters were Slytherins. All the people who in the Ministry were." who helped him take over were Slytherins. And Rodney says, ah, that's not true. Mm-hmm. It's, nope. you know, my dad was a Ravenclaw and he got sent to ask about And we don't talk about him much. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: And then we have the Hufflepuffs, the Hufflepuff prefect, who's a chubby six year short, bristly, brown hair named Dennis Gr- Grumman. Grumman. Yeah. And he takes them up and, you know,
2: Welcome to (laughs) Hufflepuff. All I can hear now in my head is Dumbledore singing.
1: And the Fat Friar says, you're in the best house at Hogwarts, but don't tell the others. Don't feel bad. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. No matter what the Sorting Hat says, as far as I'm concerned, anyone who wants to be Alba Puff belongs here. So let's just get that out in the open. Anybody have a problem with that? And there's a little, there's a boy that says, well, what if somebody doesn't want to be here? Geez, Frank, you're always there with the what ifs.
1: Hmm. and they sort of look at sung Hee moon a little bit because some i guess some of them noticed she looked disappointed too but she didn't right. say anything i said well there that's it i guess if they talk to the hat and we find out we'll we'll find out what they say but it's for now everyone's welcome yeah and <laughs> then another girl says uh at the daily prophet there's been a lot of talk at the ministry of education what we should do with children of Death Eaters and it'd be a problem if they all get keep getting put in Slytherin so what if they secretly seeded all the other houses with uh, Death Eater children <laughs> 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 sort of going that, uh, that's kind of nuts do yeah. you think we've got Death Eater children to Hufflepuff um, come
2: on and- there have to be Hufflepuff mm-hmm. Death Eaters I mean really
1: mhm And Dewey sort of says, you know, if they're going to try and do that, they probably would have already done it. Because, I mean, we were born after the war ended. We're not... And besides, even if people's parents were Death Eaters, we shouldn't hold that against them. Yeah. Um, And Annabelle is not taking this well. She wants to have a snake-free Hufflepuff. Uh, So, you know, she is the uh, voice of prejudice in Hufflepuff. Very much Uh, so. And... and Julie kind of says, that doesn't sound like the Hufflepuff my brother was prefect in. Yeah,
0: yeah. and then so. Dennis, they figured out, but there's a plaque of Cedric Diggory.
1: Mm-hmm. You know. And this is where we meet Mercy Burbage, and um, she never met her aunt either. Mm-hmm. So, yes, yeah, she's Charity's niece. And then we're into Slytherin, and the prefect there is apparently yeah, yeah, yeah. related to trolls again.
0: <laughs> <laughs> They're always related to trolls, these prefix in Slytherin. It's just sad. I don't yeah, think, well, I think don't it know was a if prefect. Flint a
1: prefect. Yeah, yeah. That's true. He was He was a um, Quidditch captain, but he was apparently related to trolls, or might have been. Um, and he's also from the north and speaks in an accent that I cannot uh, uh, reproduce. Yeah. So, <laughs> no. And but, most of them can't understand. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so fortunately, we have Ophelia Carite, who is very understandable to alternate sentences with him. So you can basically get the gist of it. Yeah.
0: And she's basically saying, Slytherins are not the evil ones. We are trying to make a better name for ourselves. But we also want to know that you really do belong here
1: and if if we do if you do anything that's going to make us look bad uh, anything related to dark arts or draw dark marks on your forearms or anything of that sort if professor slughorn catches you you're going to get turned into the headmistress and if i catch you you will wish you'd never been born
0: <laughs> <laughs> she's kind of a scary witch
2: <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. so and then we but i think Slytherin needs
2: Needs it, you know? Oh yeah. Needs that kind of thing, because given the, I mean, Draco was bad enough, but to have the uppity kids of the losing side all in one house—I mean, could you imagine trying to? Oh yeah. Corral this lot.
0: Mm Hmm. Yeah, they need strong people in here, you know. So the the Sorting Hat may think you belong here, but. We have a way to do it too. And there's stones in in a bag. They draw. They're they're
1: sorting people into their dorm rooms. Mm -hmm. Because they apparently have four person rooms that you draw for now. Two person rooms you can apply for. In third year, if you're in good standing within the house.
2: What is this? Like college dormitory? Mm-hmm.
1: And one-person rooms you can apply for in fifth year, if you can really pay for it. Yeah. <laughs> so apparently, Slytherin is running a pyramid scheme.
0: <laughs> apparently they are. <laughs> but you have to reach your hand into this nest of snakes. Venomous, oh, God. they think, snakes... And pull out a rock. And whatever rock you pull out is the one that you
1: will be in.
0: So, and Violet...
1: going As they're going through it, I'm pretty sure these are just animated to randomly writhe around and rear up and hiss at people. Mm -hmm. And they sort of dart towards where the hand is and never actually make contact. But if you're that's enough to frighten you, then you run into trouble because you've just shown you're frightened in front of all the other Slytherins.
2: Right.
0: And so, which
1: is what happens to, um, a poor fellow named Stephen White. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. I, I, I'm not sure I might not be a Slytherin. And Violet's like, just do it. <laughs> and he's like, I can't. And, you know, the Mm -hmm. person. He
1: ends up getting a redstone, and all the other three boys who got redstones are like, oh, darn it. Yeah. (laughs) We've got the coward in our room. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) Um, But I mean, I wouldn't want to stick my hand in a nest of snakes either.
2: No, I wouldn't either.
1: Violet at least has enough time to watch and figure out that they're not really doing anything. And she has a good poker face.
2: And if you go
0: calm and quietly in there, then it's not so bad. But if you're all agitated and scared, then you're going to agitate and scare the snakes.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And agitated and scare snakes are not good things.
2: Yeah. It is true.
0: And I know this because when I was young, we had garter snakes on the farm. And my brother would go out and catch the garter snakes. And then he'd bring them back and make me hold them while well, he made jars for them. And one time he put it in the jar, and he went to screw the lid on, and the snake got his head out, and he sort of got the snake's head stuck in the jar, and the the snake turned around and bit him. (laughs) I'm not having any of this, the snake said. So, yeah, don't agitate snakes. Mm -hmm. All right, so we have moved on to Chapter 5, The Sorting Hats Decree. And... (laughs) Teddy sleeps really well during the night, but when he wakes up, is, Albus tells him he snores like a troll. <laughs> Teddy's just stunned. I do not. And everybody else said, yeah, you do. And he's like, mm-hmm. no one's ever told I've, me I've snored before.
1: I, I sleep on my, by myself in Grandma's house, but I stay over at the Weasleys, and they've never said anything. And I'm going, yeah, that's because they all snore, too. They all
0: snore too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, They wouldn't know. <laughs> So
1: he is feeling a bit disgruntled and Chloe has uh, is waiting for him in the common room and she's Mm -hmm. dressed up rather a bit much for a regular school day. Mm -hmm. And this is where uh, she induces a sensation. He was having trouble categorizing somewhere between gushy and hapless panic state.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That sounds about right. So Danny ball says, listen up. The headmistress is going to address everybody at breakfast, so hold all your questions until then.
1: He's spoken to Professor Longbottom, and mm-hmm. Chloe finds that funny.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: It yeah. is rather a funny name, but uh, it is. Teddy is not impressed, because, you know, Neville Longbottom is the bravest man ever. And, yeah.
2: <laughs> no, that's Snape.
1: Yes,
0: the bravest <laughs> man I ever knew. But Neville's right up there.
1: Yeah. And,
0: you know... Yeah. His toad is the toad of a hero,
1: <laughs> as we know from the end of last season. As we yeah, know
0: from the end of last season, yes. So the Ravenclaw prefects makes about the same announcement,
1: and pretty much. Uh, mm-hmm. And a girl ahead of them says, get, "My brother says the Sorting Hat's been acting a little weird ever since it got set on fire." <laughs> <laughs>
0: well, you know, can you blame Hat? He's had a rough life. I need to Uh write that into the next sorting. Hats Mm -hmm. disgruntled about fire.
1: (laughs) Yes, and Kai tries to convince the Ravenclaws to start saying Voldemort, because, you know, it's been ten years, Mm -hmm. and the Daily Prophet even started printing it now, and Connor (laughs) isn't having any of that.
0: No, no. When they get down and he sees Kai, when Teddy sees Kai, he says, Kai, watcha! So he's, he's got a little bit of his mom in him there. And Kai and Teddy grin at each other and, and, uh, clasp hands. And Kai says, mm-hmm. oh, I guess we got sorted all right. And Teddy says, ah, yeah, but he's still not sure.
1: Mm-hmm. And Connor has ran, run off to embrace his sister Colleen from mm-hmm. among the Gryffindors and. Teddy sort of awkwardly introduces Chloe to Kai, and she talks to him perfectly normally. And
0: mm-hmm. yeah, mm. and then the uh, Slytherin prefect sort of bowls through them
1: yeah. all. And and the Gryffindors are you know, shaking their fists at him. Yeah. Bloody Hugh! <laughs> so one of one these, these days, days we'll get him. <laughs> yeah, and we find out that the. Muggleborn is in Hufflepuff. Um, this is actually who I was thinking of earlier. It's not Gilbert who asks all the questions. I mean, he has some of his own, but, uh, Edgar Hargrave cannot stop talking.
0: <laughs> no. <laughs> no. He, he talks on and on into the night and finally they all just fall asleep. Well, they, he finally talks himself to sleep and then everybody- Is he
2: related else Winston to Winston Churchill? Yeah, uh, something.
1: Apparently. I was thinking like, uh, Willow Rosenberg or something. <laughs> <laughs> How long does it take to learn to transform things? Will we really be able to do letter to gold? Is it true this castle is a thousand years old? There weren't even castles a thousand years ago, at least not in the Muckle world. Everyone says Merlin. Are they talking about real Merlin from King Arthur? I mean, that Merlin was... that that blah. blah, 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 blah <laughs> they have
2: castles a thousand years ago. They did so. I know. They've had castles a long time. I'm waiting <laughs> yeah. for the... I. I... I'm reminded of uh, the last one
0: we did of the Tuesdays and the the Hufflepuffs that wanted to. It was in Hufflepuffs that wanted to know if uh, Minerva could have kittens. Oh
1: God! <laughs> yeah, the third year of Hufflepuffs or something. Yeah.
2: Well, figuratively, yes, she could definitely have kittens. I assure you.
1: Mm-hmm. Yes, she has on more than one occasion, mm-hmm. but literally, perhaps not.
2: I hope not. I guess I'm talking were, a lot, but I'm just so
0: excited. I mean, we're wizards, real wizards.
1: <laughs> yeah, he's kind of like Hermione too, mm-hmm. at least early Hermione. Yeah.
0: Uh, this is so boss. <laughs> Dewey's like, boss, what are you talking about?
1: Yeah. So. And the other muggle-born, Simon, is just sort of sitting back and listening and absorbing everything that people tell Edgar. <laughs> yeah.
0: He says, ah, yeah. that, that, Picture that somebody said that's your brother. Can you tell me about your brother? And he's like, let's go have breakfast first. It's a long story. Yeah. And then
1: we shift into Slytherin, and Nagina Indrani has been brushing her hair, and she apparently brushes her hair 100 times every morning and 100 times every night
0: mm-hmm. because
1: it's discipline. Yes, and so she's not worrying about being lated, late for breakfast. for
0: breakfast. But the rest of them are, and they don't want to leave her, but they're getting ready to leave her because they're hungry.
1: hmm So,
0: and Nagina says, I understand that you started a year early. That would make you the youngest student here. And she says, I guess so. Well, we'll take mm. care of you, won't we? And Violet's That's thinking awesome. to herself, I don't need you to take care of me.
1: Mm-hmm. So she heads off to breakfast instead.
0: Mm-hmm. And Bernice and. Delsima?
1: Decima. Yeah. Decima? Yeah, that would be it, the is tenth. It's an
0: L, is it? It's an I. My eyes are yep. going. Kind of trail after her.
1: Mm-hmm. And they can hear Hugh from several corridors away, and they just sort of follow in his wake. and Dewey waves at her from Hufflepuff and she waves back and she nods at Kai and you know Hufflepuffs and Ravenclaws I met them on the train (laughs) yeah Yeah. and then we have a speech from the headmistress she says she won't Tell everyone all the details of the discussion. Yes, relations between the four houses are terrible. The staff has been aware, and we're trying to address it, but it's hard. Uh So, I could make a plea for you all to get along, to set your grudges aside, to reach out your hands in friendship to one another, but we teachers are not so naive as you sometimes think. (laughs) You nod in agreement, go back to your houses, and then start feuding again.
0: (laughs) So we're letting... The Hufflepuff, or the hat's decree stand. And they all look at her.
1: Yeah. (laughs) I'm already receiving owls from parents demanding that I fix the hat, compel it to change its mind or replace it, but I'm not going to. We'll see how it goes for this year. Um, Either at the end of the year we'll stop having sortings, I might get sacked and they'll put something else in to sort things, but hopefully we can work things out instead (laughs) yeah Uh, and before if if by the end of the year some of you still aren't comfortable we have got the hat to agree to a resorting
0: uh yes but you have to satisfy the hat if it's not satisfied then there will you know there may not be any more sortings after that and alfred's like how do you satisfy a hat
2: very
1: carefully. Mm-hmm. Yes. And the teachers are all going to give points more often for cooperative things this mm-hmm. year. Yes.
0: So you guys need to work together and be cooperative.
1: And Or there might not be any more houses.
2: Mm-hmm. That might not be such a bad
1: thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then chapter six is titled Four Houses All Alike in Dignity. nice little romeo and juliet reference there and colleen mccormack wants to know why we can't switch now because she'd also like to be in the same house with her brother Mm -hmm. she doesn't really care if she goes to hufflepuff or he comes to gryffindor but they should be in the same house
0: yeah and apparently she cried her eyes out all she's putting up a brave front but she cried her eyes out
1: all last night because she missed her brother Mm -hmm. Yeah, and Teddy says, well, you know, we'll ha- we're will we having double classes all the time now. We've got three of them with Ravenclaw. You'll see him every day. You can always visit in the evenings.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, because so. that was the other thing. that They've rearranged all the schedules so that all classes are double classes. Yeah. There, there's no more single classes. They all have so that they can all work Two together and get them. to be friends.
2: Yeah. Well, I will Give more of a realistic schedule because the way Joe had it, the schedules made absolutely no sense. I think the teachers were all using time turners, probably. You
1: so. never know.
0: <laughs> in the charms class, Flitwick, who's still there? Yay!
2: <laughs>
0: He's got the Hufflepuffs are coming in through one door, and the Raven, and the Gryffindors are coming in through another. And the uh, Gryffindors all sit up front, and the Hufflepuffs all sit in the back.
1: And- yeah. Yes, and Professor Peasgood is apparently the <laughs> um, new Transfiguration professor, and Professor Rye is—I don't know if it says what class he teaches. Yeah, I don't but, know. Um, that was one that the Ravenclaws had with the Slytherins, and they spent most of it sneering at each other. Mm-hmm. And- but Kai thinks he has a sense of humor, so which may or may not be a good thing given Kai.
0: Uh, yeah, that's true. So,
1: so I guess we'll see when Professor Rye comes up again, or Ray possibly. So they head off to. Hmm. Oh, this is after classes. They're discussing everything that went on, how the Hufflepuff first years kept beating Jeffrey Montague with rubbers and spitballs and things. Mm-hmm. Um, because he was drawing, uh, Hufflepuff Badgers being spitted over a fire on his notebook. Yeah. <clears throat> well, I don't blame them for that. Mm-hmm. So. And Stephen says, yeah, and in Defense Against the Dark Hearts, one of the Ravenclaws stuck my wand to my desk. And Jeffrey says, no, that was me. <laughs> <laughs>
0: So, and it, you know, it was pretty disorganized and slightly chaotic day because the teachers had been forced to move to larger classrooms and many of them weren't used to having the double classes and then they had to, uh, you know, get everything together. And yeah.
1: I wonder how Professor Biddens took to that. Are he's still just teaching in he the classroom? He didn't care,
2: I presume.
1: Yeah. They probably couldn't move history of magic because he'd just come to the old classroom anyway. Yeah,
0: he wouldn't have moved <laughs> anyhow. And Violet and, uh, Nagalina, they call her, what are they calling her? Oh, nope, that's somebody else. I thought Nero was shortened Nagalina's name, but it's not. No, Nagaina. Nagaina. There's no yeah, Nagaina,
1: way to do this. Possibly. One. Gina. Gina. Yeah.
0: Anyhow, she, they've, Uh Violet lets them know that she has a cousin in Gryffindor. And they're like, oh, that'll be lovely at Christmas time. And she Mm -hmm. says, I met him on the train coming here.
1: Yeah. And they think they were all just having fun with the little Mm Slytherin. And it says, if the teachers were hoping that mixing houses in every class would foster friendships, it seemed instead only to intensify their rivalries.
2: (laughs)
0: But yep. Teddy, Dewey, Kai, and Violet remain friendly. Although there's obvious pressure for Violet to stick to her own house. And.
1: Mm-hmm. And yeah. Chloe is apparently winding Teddy around her finger because mm-hmm. he keeps having to help her with more and more stuff or she'll start to cry. And that oh, he just can't stand. I can't stand um, to see that now. <laughs> so.
0: And Kai's muggle-born roommate is driving him spare because he keeps asking the same questions over and over again. You know, he's nice, but he just can't remember anything.
1: Mm-hmm. So the sorting hat must have moved him in the wrong house. And- mm-hmm.
0: So he belongs to one of our houses instead of yours? And Teddy's like, well, what do you mean? I don't know. And so like, let's not fight. <laughs> yeah.
1: Kai didn't I didn't mean to, mean to, to be arrogant. arrogant. <laughs> what do you mean, arrogant? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, such a so, you know, Kai is not really the best at making friends and influencing people. <laughs> no, he is not. So perhaps he wouldn't be a good Slytherin. Uh, mm
0: you No. Know, and there's people having, you know, there's still a bunch of people that are having problems. In,
1: among the Hufflepuffs, That's Mm. Alduin. This is when they're going into flying classes.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, Alduin and Sung Hee can't figure it out. And Dewey proposes that, um, Kai go and help them and he'll help Gilbert, who's the Ravenclaw who hasn't figured it out. Right. And then we'll get points for interhouse cooperation. And that actually works. Yep. They get 40 points each or 20 points each to Ravenclaw and Hufflepuff. Mm-hmm. And is saying, hey, this is great. Two more days of flying classes, another 40 points. Uh, except that it just doesn't quite work out for him because he's really not a great teacher. He's not very patient. No. And the other thing that we find out is that Soon-hee can't speak English. <laughs> so she doesn't understand anything he's trying to tell her.
0: No. And he's, yeah, and he's very impatient and
1: just awful.
2: He's like mm-hmm. Snape. Mm-hmm.
1: Yes. And apparently she's been trying to hide that she can't speak English well because she doesn't want to be kicked out of Hogwarts. And um, the other girls have been giving her lessons. Yeah. Which- and so Dewey says, you know, I'll try and get Kai to be more patient. Mm-hmm. But then as soon as Dewey gets there, the next flying practice, Kai and Alduin are already arguing about something.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, because Alduin learned how to fly from somebody that was a better teacher the night before and you know I learned from somebody who actually knows how to fly a broom and guys, like I know how to fly a broom <laughs> like your mm-hmm. s- sister I reckon I hear she stake acquitted. she did not mm-hmm. you don't know. bring
1: my sister into this what are you defending him come on guys let's calm down mm-hmm. why you're defending him because your sister dated your brother you don't bring my brother into this <laughs> Yeah.
0: And then Uh, we have fisticuffs. Yeah. And poor Dewey is in the middle of it and kind of trying to stop them, but he gets pulled down and he gets detention as well.
1: So 50 points back from Ravenclaw and Hufflepuff and so much for their um, 20 point bonus that they got. Yeah. Yeah. And so now they have detention together, which is not helping them get
0: no, be friends either. Together with Filch, which is even worse. Mm.
1: Yeah. So. And, and so Filch is still there. Apparently, squibs mm. are sturdy. <laughs> Apparently, they are. And Mrs. You know, Norris, however, is not, as uh, she has a shrine in one of the nooks. <laughs> wait, what?
0: <laughs> yeah, oh, 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 is, oh, oh. that's a really great part. So the boys are. I, I guess we can skip. Is that? Is that in this chapter?
1: Uh, it might be in so, the next one. Uh, yeah, so we'll, we'll wait just detention. a minute.
0: So we have, we've got Dewey, and he's talking. I think he's talking to Teddy, and he's like, "Well, you know, Kai can kind of be, and yeah, a bit of a snot." Teddy's like, "Yeah, but remember, the pact was your idea, and we're gonna stay friends." And so they, they're gonna stay friends.
1: Mm-hmm. And, and Teddy comes across three Gryffindor boys hassling Violet.
0: Yeah.
2: Of course they are.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And they're trying to, you know, get her to take her textbook back from them, and she's standing there just staring at them blankly because she's learned that if she tries to reach for it, then they throw it out of
1: mm-hmm. her reach. They're doing they monkey in the middle. Her. Yeah. And so he says, you know, step off, don't do this kind of thing. You don't belong with you obviously don't belong in Gryffindor if you're acting like this. Mm-hmm. And
0: yeah. they want to know so they if eventually wander away. The snake, mm-hmm. and, and
1: she says thank you, and he walks her to Transfiguration, and then he decides he's going to organize the other th- two mm-hmm. to walk her to the rest of her classes.
0: Yeah, because she's getting picked on quite a bit because she's a Slytherin, and mm-hmm. she doesn't want help, but he doesn't take
2: no for an answer. She doesn't mm-hmm. have much of a choice.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So now in Chapter 7, this is where they're into the du- in the dungeons with Filch. And they are snapping and snarling at each other. Mm-hmm. And Dewey yells a little louder. And says, okay, look, you two, just shut up. Try and hate each other silently for the last <laughs> few hours, please. <laughs> but this was loud enough to... Bring Filch in. Mm -hmm. He says, All right, since you can't seem to scrub things without talking, you stay here, you start polishing some stonework, and you come with me. (laughs) Yeah. Aldwyn wants to know, like, what stonework are you talking about? Well, the whole, all the corridors are lined with stones. Just polish something.
2: Nobody's going to notice that you did it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um,
1: And Kai is taken around to an alcove that has to take a lot of care to clean this spot.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It's Mrs. Norris's final resting place, and Kai's like, "You buried your wife in the hallway? <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, no. I thought
2: when yeah. you said earlier that Mrs. Norris had a shrine, I thought you meant that she would made one for something or someone. and I was like, what? No, he made no. a shrine for her. And that made a That's lot more problem. sense.
0: And, you know, Kai's appalled, but he, and he says, you entombed your missus here. And Filch is like, of course I did. It's her home. And Kai has no idea it's a cat until he looks up yeah. at the picture and then...
1: Yeah, he lights up his the lawn cat. and there's a marble likeness of the cat. And mm-hmm. so she's got a statue now.
0: Yeah. He's like, oh, you've got to be kidding me.
1: So he- And Dewey's been cleaning the Iron Maiden. Mm-hmm. Uh but be- while they were separated, Alduin's wand has vanished. Mm-hmm. And he's sure that Kai took it. Yeah.
0: And Kai's like, what? I haven't done anything. Give me back my wand. Your bloody, stinking Toe rag friend stole my wand. I, what? Mm-hmm. And snatched it out of his pocket. Yeah. And- he's and- like, okay, he's Kai like-
1: didn't steal your wand. Let's retrace your steps. We'll look for it in case it fell out. Nope, uh-huh. they can't find it. Nope. And
0: then Filch comes back, and he wants to know what all the racket's about, because, you know, they're screaming and yelling, and Alduin is like, Chang stole my wand. And he says, I didn't touch it. And
1: Filch says, well, Filch it'll show up someday.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and Dewey says he'll ask all the Hufflepuffs to search the dungeons. And he's going to ask Kai something, um, which I think is maybe to get the Raven Gloves to search it Mm -hmm. as well. And then he says, don't you dare. And he's like, okay, just stay away from him, okay? Yes. And they don't find it. And they just, so they give up.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: And he doesn't, so now he doesn't have a wand and he can't really do any of the class exercises. Right. And he'll have to order a new one, but this one was a family heirloom and also they're expensive. And then... So Teddy gets up and heads off to walk Violet to class and Chloe wants to know what's going on. And so she comes too. And Violet says, you have to stop this. Yeah. Because, you know, I told you not to. And then Kai was waiting to walk me to defense and Dewey escorted me to History of Magic. And Teddy's like, good, everything according to schedule. And she's like, no, don't do it. It's
0: (laughs) embarrassing, she says. And he says, more embarrassing than having bigger kids throw your books around and call you snaky? And she frowns. But Chloe's a little upset, too, because Chloe has decided that Teddy is hers. And Violet is, you know, taking her man. And Violet has no intentions of taking Teddy away, but... She is his friend.
1: Yeah. So
2: I have a feeling this kid's going to drive me nuts.
1: Mm-hmm. hmm Yeah, I'm already getting that feeling.
2: <laughs> For a while, at least.
1: And she says, you know, it's not that I don't like that you're being helpful, but assigning me bodyguards is a very Gryffindor thing, and I'm not a Gryffindor. I'd rather have something else. And, uh... By the way, um, what is this assignment you're working on? Didn't you do that one already? Oh, um, Chloe needed some help. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so you're writing the whole thing? <laughs> yeah,
0: Pretty because much. she couldn't. You know, they were having ne- they were preparing nettles that day, and and she couldn't stand it. They're pushing against me. Help me, please do
2: it. And so,
1: uh-huh.
2: yeah. someone talks so Can hey,
1: please? So well, and then she pops up and says, oh, Teddy, you're a lifesaver, and takes the thing. Uh, But she also has news. Ellie Catermoles' wand has also been stolen now. So it's not just Aldwyn. Right. And as the days follow, more and more people's wands start vanishing, and
0: everybody everybody thinks it must
1: be the Slytherins, because because so far none of them have done it.
0: And things are not going very well.
2: No.
1: And everybody's having flashbacks to the Muggleborn Registration Commission when they kept having their wands taken away.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. And, you know, not everybody can afford new wands. And Teddy's like, well, Hogwarts has a fund.
1: And yeah, that doesn't go mm-hmm. over well. So we've had Aldwyn in Hufflepuff and Ellie in, um, I don't know where Ellie is. Is she Gryffindor as well? I don't remember. But then another Hufflepuff, two more Gryffindors, and a Ravenclaw. So yeah, so we've had two Hufflepuffs, three Gryffindors, and a Ravenclaw having their wands stolen, and Slytherins are having a meeting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they now have to travel in groups, because yeah, uh, they're getting jumped on, jumped
0: right. in the in the hallways. Mm-hmm. And Ophelia is like, "If I find out that any of you guys are the ones stealing the wands, you will wish you were dead. Mm-hmm. You will wish you were never born."
1: We wish you never touched a wand. Because, mm-hmm. all right, we know this is aggravating, but don't start cursing anybody, or they're just gonna think it's us for sure. Right. Uh,
0: Watch each other's backs, but stay your hands. Mm-hmm. We are gonna find the person. We're to going to it. find
1: the ones who really did it and prove they aren't Slytherins, and that's how we'll make the other houses see the truth. So, Violet says some of these things to Kai later in charms class. Yeah. And he's, you know, being Hermione and telling her the right way to hold her wand in a very annoying fashion. Mm-hmm.
0: Not like you're trying to flick bogeys off the tip. And <laughs> yeah.
1: Remind me never to touch your wand. <laughs>
0: yeah, really.
1: Yep. And he says, at least you're not as hopeless as Gilbert. Oh, sure, thanks.
0: <laughs> well, he's a mugaborn.
1: Yeah, well. Mm-hmm. So And Stephen has not yet shown up. And he finally does. <laughs> Flitwick takes ten points from him because he's so late, he might as well not even have come. And <laughs> says, it's because he was looking for his wand.
0: Yep, somebody stole his wand. So now a Slytherin has lost their wand, but...
1: Albus thinks it's a sit-up.
0: Yeah, because, you know, he's not really a Slytherin. He's just a token Slytherin because the hat put him in the wrong place because he's, you know,
1: not very good mm.
0: at being a Slytherin.
1: Yeah, so the the Slytherins who don't like him either have now stolen his wand to try and throw us all off. Mm-hmm. And Teddy's saying, well, maybe they're just more careful so they don't haven't been losing their wands, and he's the one who's been less cautious. Yeah, and
0: Ophelia has lost it. We don't steal from each other! We don't steal from anybody, but we really don't steal from each other!
1: (laughs) So if one of us did steal Stephen's wand, you're going to roll it under one of our doors tonight, and we won't say anything more. If otherwise we find it somewhere, really you're going to be in trouble. If it doesn't turn up after that, I will be forced to use whatever measures are necessary to ensure no Slytherin is involved.
0: <laughs> yeah, no matter how unforgivable.
2: She can't be serious. Uh. Oh, uh. she could.
1: <laughs> and Stephen's
0: wand does not turn up.
1: And Bernice is going, you know, even our own prefect thinks it's probably one of us. Mm-hmm. So the staff are all trying. Patrolling the corridors, and they question, even questioned Peeves just in case he had something to do with it.
0: Mm-hmm. And Professor Rye is teaching the Thief's Curse even to the first year, so that they, uh their wands like make a noise. Is that it? Their wands emit a noise if somebody tries to take it or whatever. Mm-hmm. And.
1: So I guess Professor Rai is the new defense teacher.
0: Mm -hmm. And so far nothing's happened. Mm -hmm. And
1: And then Nagina is late to breakfast again. And then there's a blood-curdling shriek. And it turns out she still has her wand, but she's been hit by a hair removal jinx.
0: Yeah, so her beautiful hair that she brushes 100 times in the morning and 100 times at night is no longer
1: and she oh is all just freaking. falling all around her. Yeah. Uh-huh. And Peeves is pointing and laughing.
0: Of course, uh-huh. Peeves is. of course he is. Mm-hmm. Because that's what Peeves does. And that's the end. That's where we leave off. So we have a sorting hat who has possibly sorted people into houses where they don't belong We have four main characters that are in houses that they're not sure they belong in. And we have the mystery of missing wands while everyone is trying to kill each other. And the sorting hat is saying, if you guys don't learn to get along, I'm not sorting anyone ever again. So, very interesting. Yeah. It'll be fun Mm -hmm. to see where we go from here because. Something's obviously going on, Mm -hmm. and I kind of like these where the sorting hat says that he's sorted people into the wrong place, because usually he hasn't, and I'm saying that as somebody who's read several of these stories, not as somebody who's read to the end of this, because I can't remember how this one ends, (laughs) but, you know, it, as we've said in the past, we said it on this one earlier, and we've said it on other podcasts, we're more than just one house. All of us could fit into a different house. Mm-hmm. But when we get sorted into the house that we get sorted into, then, we, then those characteristics that go with that house kind of come more up to the forefront. Mm-hmm. So most anybody could be sorted into just about any house and do okay. Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And my feeling is that by the end of this, nobody's going to want to get sorted into a different house because they will have decided that they fit in. But the missing wands is certainly an added twist. Yes. Yeah.
1: So we've got to see what's going on with that.
0: I suspect the sorting sorting hat is
1: involved.
0: (laughs) So Mooney thinks the sorting hat is stealing the wands and, and Scott thinks the house elves are?
1: Now I think they should ask the house elves because uh-huh. they'll be able to figure it out.
0: That's a good idea. Yeah.
1: Yes.
2: Why can not they could just summon could them? Be they... house
1: elves? I don't know. <laughs> mm-hmm.
2: But they aren't supposed to touch wands, though.
1: No, that's true.
2: They'd get into heaps of trouble.
1: That's if Hermione hasn't repealed that law yet. The mm-hmm. point. No.
2: I almost said, "Well,
0: they could get Dobby," and then I realized that oh, that was my. not true. Yeah. So. Yeah, it's interesting, and you know, it's gonna be fun. <laughs> I I'm now
1: I'm the, picturing the sorting hat sneaking around the hallways, picking up ones.
0: Oh <laughs> well, my! You know, you put them <laughs> or up. Floating or floating, or something. Well, remember how he kind of he ripples his uh he ripples the brim, and that's how he moves around, or he sort of rolls on the brim, and that's how he moves around.
1: Mm-hmm. There was one
0: where he could fly, but uh, what? Yeah, that's, that's kind of
1: that, what I'm picturing now. He's you know zooming around the zooming corridors, around hide, the hiding behind tapestries and mm-hmm. stealing people's wands. Yeah,
0: they disappear up inside of him and never to be seen again. Uh-huh. Yeah. This is somehow I don't such think such a dirty turn.
1: Really <laughs> quite right, but
0: no, I don't think hats. Are I really guess doing the, that.
1: no, because I was going to say maybe the people whose wands. Have, been stolen, or the most, um, you know, prejudiced mm-hmm. and against everybody kind of things. But that's mm-hmm. not really true because Stephen is just kind of hapless, yes. and um, I, we don't know who the other Ravenclaws and Hufflepuffs and Gryffindors are. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Well gonna be I fun. guess we'll have to come back next week and find out yes we will or find some more clues anyway we probably won't find out until three weeks from now
0: probably not <laughs> <laughs> so well thanks again Mooney for stepping in at the very last You're second very
2: welcome. I think I will finally get around to finishing this one yes
0: read it well maybe we'll see you next time
2: definitely all right well anybody
0: else have anything to say or shall we just say good night
1: I think that's about it. It's a a good fic. I'm enjoying it so far, and I want to find out what happens next.
0: Mm -hmm. If I remember correctly, this was sent to me by a fan. So one of our listeners wrote in two years ago and (laughs) said, Hey, I really like this fic. I'd love for you to cover it. And at that time, we were doing... Another one that was similar to this, and I said, "Well, mm-hmm. we can't put it in season six; we've already got one." Mm-hmm. So I decided I would put it in which Vic?
1: Probably Teddy Lupin, the I suppose. Teddy... Teddy...
0: Oh, yeah. So Teddy that's Lupin.
1: another next gen one. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, so we we decided to wait and do it again. But I remember really liking it when I read it. But the Teddy, the it's Teddy and Hufflepuff, right? That's the next mm-hmm. gen that we yeah. did.
1: Yeah, I wanted to do that one first, so. Yes, apparently you posted it up on the forum on March 4th, 2013. Mm -hmm. And said you had an email from a listener recommending it. And it even made you like Draco a little bit, so apparently he (laughs) is going to show up at some point. (laughs)
0: Yes. (laughs) We'll have to see what happens. Mm -hmm. And with that, we hope you all come back and listen to us next time. And good night.
1: Good night, everybody.
0: Night. Or good day. Or
1: whatever. Mm-hmm. Bye. That's true. So hold on to the wonder that those folks brought to our life.
2: Keep each other safe. Keep faith. Good night.